0: This is a show about content marketing for established, sophisticated online businesses. Unlike other shows about marketing, we focus on sustainable, measurable content creation. How to authentically automate your marketing to build up your know, like, and trust factor with a nurtured, engaged audience between launches and get back to actually living your life instead of working to live. Hey, hey, friends, we are continuing on with our shiny happy tactics series, and we're going to talk about AI today. Yes, artificial intelligence, machine learning, all the robots that are going to take over your life. Ha ha ha. Yeah, obviously, I don't think they're going to take over your life, but this is a topic that we need to cover because if you've been under a rock for the last two, three, seven months, this is pretty much all the headlines, especially in the online marketing world and even more so in the content creation world. So let's dive in. We're going to cover what AI content creation tools are, how they can be applied to your marketing strategy. I'm going to review some of the top AI content generators on the market today. Yes, with names and everything. I'm going to talk about how they aid in writing high quality content and which long form AI generated content tools also create social media content. If you want to start working on that multi-purposing type thing. Now, AI has been around for a while, but obviously OpenAI's ChatGPT GPT has been a headline stealer lately. It's not the only option out there, and it's actually not something I'm going to review because it does not help you create long-form content. It does a lot of things. But if you're itching to dip your toes into the world of AI-powered content creation and you don't know where to begin or which tools are worth shelling out your hard-earned cash for and all you've heard about is chat GPT, but you know there are other options out there, then listen up because you stumbled upon the perfect spot to get your bearings and figure out your next move. First, let's talk about what's the deal with AI content creation. Like I said, it's been around a while, but it's no longer a far-fetched idea from one of those 90s movies that we all used to watch, right? Its promise is that it's going to save you precious time and money. And obviously, Who doesn't love that? I mean, I use saving time and money as a major selling point for many of the offers in my business. I will stand by that. Saving time and saving money is a good thing. But is too much of a good thing a bad thing? Is all the things that the A.I. naysayers hears are screaming out there right? Is it true? We're going to talk a little bit about that. And before we do that, I want to just acknowledge a few different things. There are AI templates or AI modules for basically anything out there at this point. In terms of writing, you're going to find a ton of platforms like Jasper AI, Copy AI, Word Hero, all of that for various different things for social post captions, for analogy providers. I use those a lot for blog title generation, for SEO keywords, for rephrasing a paragraph or creating FAQs. I mean, there's a lot of things out there. With some of these tools, Turning a podcast into a three-point reel shouldn't have to take you a half hour. That is the promise. That's why we're turning to these. Using a tool for content creation can help your business scale your content marketing efforts without investing heavily in hiring freelancers or employees or a marketing manager. You'll note that I stressed heavily there. Yes, this is not a replacement for helping your business. In fact, in some cases, learning how to use these tools could be a job all in itself. So let's talk a little bit about whether generative AI content writing tools are going to replace us. I say no. They are a godsend when it comes to streamlining the content creation process. Absolutely. But let's be real here. They are not going to replace us humans just yet. Not completely, at least. We still have some unique skills and talents that robots just can't replicate yet. So while these tools can definitely make our lives easier, let's not get too carried away and start thinking we're going to all be replaced by machines real soon here. While AI can help mimic the tone and it can help respond to requests to write something in a sarcastic tone versus a friendly tone or persuasive tone, it cannot yet look at a body of work and continue that brand's thought leadership. And thank goodness for that. By the way, I really like Jay Acunzo's take on the outcry around generative AI. He says that the problem isn't that it mimics people so well, it's that people, you know, us, the content creators, we're the ones acting like robots. So if you think a robot can replace you, maybe put some more personality back into your content creation, back into your writing. As a content writer, it is really important to use a tool that's suitable and able to satisfy your needs, yes. But one of the things that makes you, you, is your ability to form authority opinions. It's your ability to plant your flag and say, this is what I stand for. You're gonna have to continue adding that element into your content on your own. In the long term, artificial intelligence is undoubtedly going to be part of content creation, but not all of it. We've all seen stories or read an article about Bing's chat demanding the user love them and GPT-3 making up quotes that people have never said, completely generating facts that don't exist. And because of that, we're going to cover both plagiarism and AI detectors later. But but for now, I'm going to suggest running anything you create through both of those tools, plagiarism checkers and AI detectors, maybe even two of each before publishing anything. That is the best way right now at least to make sure that you are covering your little bum there. So let's talk a little bit about where AI content generation tools are winning right now because there are some big wins even in my own world. Right now I'm going to go on record as saying it is easier to write a basic article on something with AI than it is to write it on your own. This is both from a time perspective as well as the research perspective. Why do I say this? Well, here is me quoting a post I shared on LinkedIn last month. Last night, I was reading a fiction book. It kept referencing Wuthering Heights. Now, I love to read, but somehow I've never read Wuthering Heights. And since I don't have any ch- intention of changing that soon, I quickly Googled quick and dirty summary of Wuthering Heights. What I got back from that Google search was a bunch of mini novels in terms of blog post lengths. Even the Google snippets I was served weren't helpful. They mentioned the two main character names which I already knew, the author, which I already knew, and the setting of the novel, which I already knew. I was looking for some plot summary. So I hopped over to ChatGPT, asked it for a three-line summary of the major plot points, and I got exactly what I needed. That's the thing about search. It's hard to guess the exact intent of your audience, but you can tell ChatGPT your exact intent, and it delivers. And since I also wanted the real meat of the story so I could understand the novel I was reading better, I asked it to tell me the plot sarcastically in one sentence. And uh, boy, did it deliver. Here that is. So Wuthering Heights is basically a heartwarming tale about a man who, after being adopted by a wealthy family, falls in love with his adopted sister and spends the rest of his life seeking revenge against everyone who wronged him while also haunting their descendants for generations. Feel good stuff, really. That's the end of that LinkedIn post. But what's the lesson here? The lesson is make your content easy to navigate and decipher or your audience will keep on scrolling by. So that's where AI is winning. But how about where AI powered content tools are missing the mark right now? I'm going to go on record again as saying any topic that requires nuanced thinking is a topic I wouldn't even consider running through an AI writer. If, for example, I wanted an elaborate compare contrast between Withering Heights and whatever modern equivalent book there is out there, I'm sure all of the AI writing tools would fail miserably. Similarly, the nuanced thinking that makes up my personality-driven marketing machine framework that I use for my clients' evergreen content plans is something that an SEO content tool would not be able to touch. And again, thank goodness I still have a job, right? This right here, nuanced thinking, critical thinking, this is something you have to write on your own, or at least hire a trusted freelancer that knows your business to help you with it. Hear me when I say this, your proprietary information would not be so proprietary if an AI tool could just whip it up. So don't expect it to. And also, you don't want to, as my friend Alia Finkelstein will say, outsource your critical thinking to AI. She and I had a long text chat, or maybe it was a DM chat, I'm not, I don't remember, but we had it over an article we both saw that shocked us. It was people suggesting you take your current Google Analytics traffic results, plug them into ChatGPT, and ask the chat to tell you what else to write about. Bad idea. So what should you use AI for if you're going to dive here? I'm going to say it helps you streamline your research process and it helps you outside of the actual writing in terms of content creation. Much like in my Wuthering Heights example, I was able to get a quick and dirty plot summary of Wuthering Heights very quickly from Chat without reading a full novel-length blog post, as Google wanted me to do, and without watching a five-minute YouTube video, as Google wanted me to do. Because FYI, I was totally doing this while the TV was running and my husband would have killed me. So with that all said. Researching can be made much easier when you use AI. You'll want to fact check. You'll want to fact check heartily, but it will help you. Remember, all of these AI tools are pulling information from the internet. And shocker here, sometimes people lie. So you do want to fact check everything before publishing. Now let's talk a little bit about AI content outside of writing. I am largely talking about writing in this particular podcast, yes, but there are lots of other ways you can use AI to help your writing that don't actually involve writing. For example, I've been using MidJourney to create images that go along with my blog articles. I am considering tools like Plot.io if I do decide to take my podcast into more of a video direction in the future. There's also AI tools that help me choose which articles to interlink within my blog posts. All of those things save me time and money and have nothing to do with the actual act or practice of writing. And I would be simply silly not to use them now that I know that they're there. All right. Um, Before we get into my reviews of actual AI content writers, I do want to address just my real big concern around AI content. And when I look at how I currently use AI to generate in my content creation process, I'm currently use it to create pieces that have really good breadth that cover a topic well. So I'm gonna to cover tools in just a little bit, but Neuron Writer and Skillnet, for example, they both give a number score as I write and edit. My writing style does not naturally lend itself to fantastic SEO ratings. So I do pay attention to these scores as I'm writing. They help me cover the topic well. They help me use keywords in different ways of phrasing them that I might not normally use. So AI can help me move from a score of 40 to a score of 60 quite easily actually. And here's that concern, because if everyone starts doing that to support your own content creation, then that goal is no longer 60. It's 70 and then 80 and so on, right? Using these semantic tools as a content assistant to optimize your content makes it easier to rank well. But if we're all doing it, then we're all going to rank well. That doesn't make sense. It's not logical. It's easy to do this when you already have really good content. You can go back and optimize it, especially when it already has your thought leadership baked in but where is the race going to lead? This is why I stress editing your content output heavily when you use these content generators. Keep the you in it. An AI copywriting tool can't mimic that yet. And if more content marketers are going to be using these tools, the internet is about to get even more crowded and even noisier. If you're going to contribute to the noise, for the love of God, contribute something worthy. I want to say that again. Don't create something just to create it. Make sure you're actually saying something worthwhile. Okay, finally on to the reviews. And I see that we are already more than 13 minutes in. So I am going to try and whip through these. Know that I am reviewing four long-form content generators and two that are podcast-specific, although one of those also does for video. So just keep that in mind. If you want to give some of these tools a whirl and you're just not real sure where to start, I've got your back here. I'm going to tell you why I like them and why I don't like them. I'm also going to let you know there are too many AI writing tools out there for me to test and review them all. So I am choosing not to review tools like Jasper, PepperType, or Word Hero. These tools are really great for your content and like for very short posts, less than 700 words, but they don't compare to the long form tools that I'm going to review here. I'm also not going to review Outranking and Crawl IQ, which are tools I have previously mentioned on the podcast because they are not treating their user base very well. I bought both of them on lifetime deals through AppSuno and they've gotten tricky with language and I'm sure they passed the lawyer speak test, but they have not honored the spirit of lifetime deals. And- frankly, I'm mad now. So I'm not going to review them. And also, I'm just going to throw it out there. Neither of them have a very pleasing UI. They were both clearly made by developers and coders and techies rather than people who are going to be using them for marketing. So with that said, let's move on to my reviews. I'm going to start with Neuron Writer, which is the first one I actually liked. It is a content creation tool that uses natural language generation, as most of these do, to create content in a human-like manner. However, this is not the option where you're going to press a button and receive a 2,000 word blog article five minutes later, nor is it intended to be. Neuron Writer's big benefit to me is that it adds in what they call NLP terms. I would just call them rephrased keyword options. And it really helps someone like me write a better article. So in the article I wrote, for example, to accompany my interview with podcaster Jeremy Enns. The keyword I targeted for the whole article was how to build trust, because that was the big topic that Jeremy and I were talking about, how long-form content delivered over consistent time builds trust better than anything else. Some of the primary suggested keywords to include in the article were foundation of trust and ways to build trust, two ways of phrasing that I had not yet included. And then some extended keyword suggestions were strategies for building trust and basic level of respect. Again, they're all really just different ways of saying the same thing, but I find that I tend to default to saying something the exact same way every time because that's how my brain thinks, right? I found these suggestions, therefore, to be really helpful. And even though I wasn't intending for that particular article to be an SEO heavy hitter, you can imagine there's a lot of competition for how to build trust, some basic help to make it better was really good for me. So the big pro I liked for NeuronWriter is that it had the most control for the content and tone of my article. And those keyword suggestions really did feed my creativity. The thing I did not like about it is that it is the least generative, i.e. you'll be hand-holding it throughout use, so it will take longer. The next one I'm reviewing is Content at Scale, which is the most expensive of the tools that I'm reviewing, but it's also probably the easiest one to use. So you have to understand, which one's more important for you, saving time or saving money? And I do want to call out. I first heard about content at scale from previous podcast guest Julia McCoy. She's now working there. And even though she runs a content rating agency, she was against AI until she saw this tool and it changed her mind on it altogether. So take that information for what it's worth, put it through your own filters, of course, and then you can decide from there. One of my favorite things about content at scale is that the UI is super pleasing. It's made by marketers, not by coders and developers, and they have something that none of the other ones did. They had the ability to add a CTA through line to each post, and it actually pulls key takeaways from the article for you, so you have really nice ways to kind of move and skim through the article. I thought that was a really good boon for that. Cons here, it didn't offer a trial, and it was the most expensive after Content at Scale, the most similar to that one I found was one called Hypotenuse. And I found this one from S Johnson. He's, he's also a previous podcast guest, and he's pretty deep into the Web3 and AI worlds. And he put together a huge list of AI-related tools that I think he'll be linking on a tech blog of his soon. But I just wanted to give him a thanks because I wouldn't have found out about this one without him. So much like Content at Scale, this is the kind of tool where you can type in your keywords. You can type in what you want to cover in an article and it will generate a 1,500, 2,000, 2,500 word article fairly quickly. However, it did have a little bit of customer service issues the day I decided to test it out. It was not producing anything at all and I wouldn't have known why except I actually messaged into their support and they were like, oh yeah, it's down today. So that kind of bugginess is something I'm probably not going to love. That said, of the tools I'm talking about, it's the only one that had a built-in art generator for images that go with your blogs, which I thought was kind of cool. The final one here that I'm going to review is Skillnet, which, as it turns out, is one of the ones that I am actually using in my business. It has topic clustering that you can use to generate SEO-friendly content ideas, and its cruise mode will create long blog posts in just a couple minutes, much like the previous ones I've talked about outside of Neuron Writer, of course. Skillnut, however, I'm going to tell you is very SEO techie, and I don't understand all the instructions that it gives because I'm not a technical SEO person. I'm a writer. So that said, it helps me and it was the best that balanced between automatic writing and getting an outline out there that I get to control. Whereas both uh, Content at Scale and Hypotenuse were more kind of like they controlled the outline of the article. So Skillnut kind of balanced those two things really well for me. And now I want to move on to two podcast-specific AI writing tools. I don't want to leave out the first tools that showed me there was hope for AI content generation with a specific use case. And honestly, because they have specific use cases, I think they've done a really good job. So the first is Capshow. And Capshow was created, well, partially created, (laughs) she's one of the three co-founders, by Deidre Shen, who was on my podcast way back in August. And I got to tell you, friends, she is probably the person who changed my mind on using AI content generators because as we've heard before, marketing a podcast is basically like marketing a whole second business. There's a lot of collateral around it. There are you know, blog posts, social media copied, transcripts, quotes, all of these things. And Capshow helps me make all of that faster. One of the other things that Capshow does is it lets me choose the intent of something. So I can choose a social media post that's more educational versus promotional, for example. Deidre is one of the three co-founders, and their founder team is incredibly responsive. You can tell how much they care. And I really appreciate that. That's one of the big pros. I also just saw the 2.0 version of their software. It is really good. And while I've only been able to put it into practice for one of my episodes so far, It did a fantastic job and I can't wait to use it more often. Cons for Capshow, it's a little on the more expensive side. It's $90 a month for the way I use it. They have different pricing tiers, but that's that's how I use it. And, you know, that, that can be a little much for a starter podcaster. It's not as much as, you know, content at scale, but for a specific case use, it's kind of expensive for that. So with that said, I do want to review one other one, which I tested out, and that is called Swell AI. Like CapShow is meant for podcasters. I don't believe they offer video uploads, although you'll might wanna, you might want to you might want to fact check me on that one. But they don't provide quotes. They do provide social media captions, although it uses ChatGPT to create the social post, not like generating it itself. It does have a free plan, which is only one upload a month, but it's a really easy way to try out. So if CapShow is not in your budget, Swell AI is another option that you could use. All right. I breezed through those reviews. So I just reviewed six different AI content helpers for your business, if you want to call them that. And if you hop over to the show notes, I have more extensive information on each one of them. I also have links to each one. A couple of them are affiliate links. Uh, You know, I always like to let people know about that. A couple of them are not, and I'm still happy to recommend them even though they're not affiliate links. But I do want to tell you guys there are more details over in the show notes. If you are considering hopping into this world, And you want information on these tools before you put the time into testing them yourself. So I know this is a shiny, happy tactics episode, and I'm not really debunking AI. I mean, I did tell you, fact check the crap out of it. And I also told you, don't just, you know, generate and post. Put yourself into it. Like personality driven, right? We have opinions. We have personalities and people do respond to them. So if we leave them out, we're going to be leaving out a huge cross section of our target audience. But I am not debunking AI as a tool. I'm not telling you not to use it. In fact, I think you should, because I do think people who are going to not use these tools will end up being far less efficient. And unless they have a huge team at a huge team cost to support them, they're going to struggle to keep up with the content creation that people around them are producing. AI content generation tools are a boon for content writing, and while they can't replace a content creator, using artificial intelligence for content creation can augment a writer's work by cutting down the time required for both research and writing high-quality content faster. If you want to use some AI content writer tools, check out the ones reviewed in this podcast. It's like a sneak peek, a little shortcut, a a little hack, if you will. See if there's a way to make your content creation process more efficient. And if you just listen to this whole thing and you're like, Brit, no freaking way, I don't want to do that, and I still want to keep up with everyone else, and I need help with content, you know where to find me. My favorite thing in the world is helping you create an evergreen content plan filled with topics that lead your best client on a journey to building trust up with you so you become the natural next step in their world. I can help you with that, yes, with a little aid by our AI friends but also keeping you and your best client and your business's goals in mind all throughout the process. If that's you, let me know. I only have two spots each month for this to fully help clients like this and create that organic evergreen content plan. So don't miss out. I'd love to work with you if you are ready. If you found value from this episode, there are two things you can do to thank me. The first is share it with a friend. If you enjoyed this episode, you learned something from it, odds are you know somebody who needs to hear this message. I do truly believe that a rising tide lifts all boats. And if you help that friend with something that they need to do, we're gonna have less crappy marketers out there, which means less scams, and we get to help more people in those ways that we uniquely are meant to help them. The second thing you can do is leave a rating on whichever podcast app you are listening to the show on right now. Doing that helps me reach more people, getting, again, this same great information out there, and we all make a better, happier, effective, and ethical world as a result. Thanks so much. See you next week.